Welcome to the 211th episode of the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast, the weekly quiz cast where two professional quiz masters talk about how to write and host great pub trivia, as well as quizzing each other and our guests on our favorite questions of the week. I'm one half of your hosting team, Quizmaster Lee, and as usual, I'm joined by fellow master of the quiz, Mark Davis. Hit me, hit me one more time. Hit me two more times. Bow, bow. Oh my God! You even gave me a third. You give me some other sound. Can I have a motherfucker? Oh, Lee, go ahead. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> of course. It's classic. Throw that in there. I feel like it's been too long since I've seen you. I'm feeling rejuvenated. I'm feeling energized. Yeah. I'm I'm pumped to see that smiling face of yours. We got some sick guests. We got some we great do. treats. That's true. We have uh, with us in the stew today, Adam and Holly from Death Stars are the best stars. Welcome, y'all. Thank Hello. you. Hello. We also Thank got you for having us. Austin hanging out to the side. He's not allowed to talk at all. <laughs> Silent. I will. Good. <laughs> yeah. Don't die. <laughs> don't die. Now, you guys, Death Stars of the Best Stars, longtime no nonsense trivia players, been wanting to get you guys on the pod for a while, but for whatever reason, I just never invited you. <laughs> and then Adam, you recently told me <laughs> that to himself. you were moving, and I was like, we need to do this now. Uh, so thank you guys so much for for coming on the no no. And, Thanks for uh, finally inviting us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah appreciate it. <laughs> and you guys are moving, so maybe we can have you back on in the future, depending on how good your questions are. But Whoa. Um, <laughs> okay, no pressure. The That's judging starts right away. That's a joke. I'm curious. Uh, you guys are a fearsome foursome. How did you guys all meet? And were you playing trivia before? Uh, no nonsense. And then you came over to mine, or was that kind of a hey? There's a new trivia type thing. Tell me the Death Stars of the Best Stars story. Well, I've always been. <clears throat> A big trivia nerd. Um, so we started finding a few places uh, around town. Uh, a lot of them were too easy. Like the winners are getting like one question wrong and we're mm. getting like two wrong. Um, and I don't remember why, but we showed up to your trivia at uh, number three. Right. And I just, I really liked the way you worded questions. I thought the balance of, you know, difficulty was pretty well balanced and fair um so we just started doing that and then you know pandemic happened everything kind of shut down um and then we joined you at the new venue at ollie's and um i invited austin who is a co-worker of mine and his girlfriend holly and they started joining us regularly that's awesome well i'm glad i'm glad to hear that you like the pot or the the quiz because we you know, make a lot of effort in making sure it's balanced, you know, with our three, four, and five point questions and such. They hate the podcast. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't think that's true either. Uh, Adam, you are uh, regularly hanging out on our Discord as well. Some of our listeners might recognize you mm-hmm. from there. Yeah, it's a it's a fun conversation over there. If you haven't joined, yeah, join. We got, a, we got a good group together. And uh, what would you guys say is uh, your favorite trivia categories? Obviously, Star Wars is up there based on the name. <laughs> yeah, uh, Star Wars. I'm... I lean heavily into pop culture, movies, television, Same. music. Uh, Holly mentioned you earlier off mic that you're the sports guy. Sports, yes. yes. Um, I've been a That's big like domain. sports statistic nerd. Ooh, um, okay. I always notice when I ask a sports question that uh, might have n- not something wrong in it, but something that needs clarification you usually chime in with a detail on discord or something <laughs> yeah. like actually it's closer to this or something like that 
And I appreciate that as, you know, a, a not so sporty type. Yeah. And Holly- he, he always just, you know, if you, uh, during trivia, you'll see him turning. He's like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes even a live miscorrection mm-hmm. <laughs> or uh, a live uh, missed suggestion, maybe. <laughs> How about you, Holly? What are your uh, domains, your trivia domains? Harry Potter, that's one. Um, but yeah, pop culture, uh, Disney. Which Disney. I mean, you know, I guess I'm the famous one that made you have the buzzer. Right. That's right. <laughs> yep. That was the uh, it totally kind of changed our format for tiebreakers. <laughs> That was that was a tough one, but uh, you know, thanks for sticking with it and uh, understanding. You know, that was when uh, we had Holly gave kind of a old. I don't want to say it's an incorrect answer, oh, but it was yes, an outdated yes. answer. I would say, the and then I, was, I started question. searching yeah. for an updated one, and then the other person answered. Mm. It I said MGM, and I started going with. I wasn't given like, no, you're wrong. So I was like, oh, maybe I can keep going. I'm like Hollywood, and I was like looking. I'm like, do I keep going? And then. It was just like, okay, I'm just going to stop. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I, I'm going to be... <laughs> and to your credit, I, I did run this question and this situation past some of my friends who live in Orlando and, and work in uh, both theme parks up there. And they all said, interestingly, that they would have accepted MGM. Because that's how people in Orlando refer to that park still. I've been going since Studios. I was in the womb, which was mm-hmm. in 86. So it's always just been MGM. Like I don't really call Disney Springs Disney Springs. I still call it downtown, downtown Disney. It's like when a mm-hmm. sports stadium gets a new sponsor, but everybody keeps calling it the right. old name. I'm not calling it Bojangles. I was like, I'm not calling it Acrisure. Yeah, the the Heinz <laughs> that Field. That is the big one. Yeah, I oh, actually okay. had that question last week. Thinking, you know, you probably know if you're into sports, it was huge news. Heinz Field, where the Pittsburgh Steelers Steelers played, changing their name to Acrisure. Bless you. And <laughs> and everyone in Pittsburgh is like, anyone who's a Steelers fan mm-hmm. was like, it will be Heinz Field forever. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck I'm off. Putting Aquasure on my hot dog. I'm not calling the stadium that. Okay. <laughs> we got a good pairing here. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks, Death Stars, uh, for coming in. Was that always your team name at number three, or did you guys update that? No. Uh, I think Austin. Did you guys, Austin. Yeah, they joined us at number three, yeah. I think, and just because of all the Star Wars memorabilia and toys kind of oh, inspired yeah. us. Uh, when it was just me and my wife, we'd change names every week sometimes, just coming up with uh, new ones. I like that. In your formative years, you're trying different names out. And uh, It is interesting. You, like Even when you have like four people that you play with regularly and you have one more person, you'll be like, is this uh, still the same team? Mm-hmm. Should we change it up a little bit? Like, you know, we talked about how uh, when I used to play with um, with Jamie and Fro, we were Chicken Wing. And then uh, Fletcher and Kristen would come and play and they were Pootie Tang. Mm-hmm. And then when we played together, we'd call ourselves like Pootie Wang. <laughs> or, yep. You know, like yep. we would we would try and make a, a combination of the names. Um, but, it, yeah, it's interesting to see like how people... I, I think you could do a whole episode just on team names and how people feel about, you know, how important their team name is to like their, you know, their personality. Well, you know that I keep pretty strict records on our players. So sometimes most recently, even we had a a team come in with Alex from Peanut the Dog Mm -hmm. and he was with a new group and they called themselves Bizarro World Citizens. So the first time that he came in, I was like, maybe I should give him the old team league number so that like the wins or the stats kind of match up. But there's been nobody else from Peanut the Dog on that team. And they, and this new team, Bizarre World Citizens, have been coming pretty regularly as a unit. So new team. 
I went yeah. back and I was like, no, 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 that's not Peanut the dog. That is a that's a different team. That's a no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> that is what we should call that for sure. <laughs> well, Death Stars, Adam, Holly, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. Uh, you brought some questions, I'm assuming. Yes, we did. Okay, can't oh. wait to hear them on our quiz. But before we get to that, how about we go over our weekly wrap up? Are we doing two weeks? Uh, yes, we are. And I did not write mine down. So, <laughs> Guess on. who did, fuckface? You did? <laughs> I actually got him. Oh, nice. Uh, well, you go can first, you then. believe it? <laughs> uh, yeah, the last two weeks have been good. Um, two weeks ago, David Lynch's Scooby Dune uh, won with a sweep 19 points in the first round, 29 in the second round, 30 in the third round. So they won the third round. Uh, by one point over their second round win. So that kind of shows you uh, what kind of night it was there. Mm -hmm. Uh, On Zoom, however, Ricky Bobby Sunscreen Diet winning on Zoom. 45 points in the first round, 78 in the second. That must be Shiba Inu. He is the Shiba Inu. Oh, no. Ricky Bobby is not the Shiba Inu in question. Well, no, no. he Yeah, he is not, but belongs to the same uh, belongs to the same same team. Uh, Winning with 78 points. Uh, in the third round and winning overall, but of course, since they were playing from afar and on Zoom, they did not win any prizes. So, uh, David Lynch's Scooby Dune um, winning locally. And then last night. <laughs> I love that name, by the it's, way. It's a classic name. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty fantastic. And last week at uh, Nice Guys, we had Stargape SG1. <laughs> Winning the first round, that was Bobby, uh, who just announced that he's moving. All these trivia people are freaking moving. I know. There's going to be some room opening up at the top here at our trivia for some new winners to come in. Our new regulars. Regular winners. Stark. (laughs) Finally got that out. (laughs) Regular winners. You know what I'm talking about. You know, the real winners. Starkey best G1 with the first round, 25 points. Second round, 43 points. Uh, But the winner of the whole evening was a team called The Busters with 82 points. Um, winning overall, uh, and they were even winning over everyone in Zoom. Uh, Whiskey Tango with seventy-two points, and the Feeble Corn with thirty-six points. Mm. Bustin' makes them feel good. Bustin' makes them feel good. Well, at No Nonsense Trivia uh, for quiz number four hundred and thirty, <laughs> we had Wicked Bad Bitches and Ombres ending in first place with one hundred and ten points. Team Yikes in a close behind with one hundred and six points, and Jaegers in third with 75 points. Then on July 7th, we had quiz number 431 at Ollie's Pub, which saw just the tips winning with 93 points. Shiba Inu Illuminati in second place with 66 points. Actually, a tied for second with uh, Death Stars of the Best Stars, also oh. getting 66 points that week. Uh, prelude of things to come, we might find. Uh, after that, we had... It's called foreshadowing. Quiz number 432 at Pointy Bell, which saw Wicked Bad Sheba Illuminambres, a combined team of Wicked Bad Bitches and Ombres and the Sheba Inu Illuminati. Uh, some people were saying that that was quite unfair because they are such regularly top-performing teams, but we had uh, many teams coming out giving them a run for their money. Uh, they did win, though, 113 points. Atomic County in a close second with 95 points. And the Serial Vapists in third with 87 points. And then this week at Ollie's Pub, it was Quiz 433. Death Stars of the Best Stars winning the quiz. Oh, my God. Their fourth victory at the venue, 112 points. 
narrowly beating out Shiba Inu Illuminati playing under Shiba. It's Max's birthday. Happy birthday again, Max. Happy birthday, Max. 110 points. And just the tips in third with 106 points. That's the foreshadowing I was talking about. Adam, when do you move? Uh, the end of this month. Uh, the 29th. Have you ever done my trivia? No. You should come out to my trivia once before you move. Would you do that? I I can try. Would you do that yeah. for me? It's a Wednesday. Yeah. It's a Wednesday, which we'll get to here on our calendar, actually. Yeah, you can screw work or whatever. Fuck them. You're moving anyway. <laughs> Go to him and say, eat my balls, and then take your balls out of your pants. <laughs> I think I would tr- recommend that. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to keep my job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Don't do the balls thing. Wednesday, we're live at Pointy Bell Brewing Company in Fort Myers, Florida, for a no-nonsense trivia challenge based on your category requests. Please join us for your opportunity to win some free, free beer, beer, as well as bonus prizes. Suggest categories for next week's quiz and enjoy tasty, tasty food by Yabo Mobile. That's at Point Ebel Brewing Company on Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Thursdays, we're in Cape Coral, also at 7.30. That's at Ollie's Pub in downtown Cape. You can win some Ollie's gift cards, which can be spent on records, beer, t-shirts, comic books, and more. That's on Thursdays at Ollie's Pub in Cape Coral at 7.30 p.m. And if you want to let it all hang out, you can oh, join yeah. Mark's Trivia at Nice Guys Pizza in Cape Coral on mm. Wednesdays. That starts at 8 p.m. You can also join up on Zoom to play from a distance. Good to know you still have somewhere you can take your balls out. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe in the parking lot in your car, probably. (laughs) If the tinted windows. Just looking down at your own balls. (laughs) Holly and Austin, I'd love to have you guys there, too. I didn't want to make that seem like it was centric to just him. I'd like for the team to come out and play. Balls, no balls, either way. Yeah, you You don't have to have balls, okay? It's fine. Or if you want to keep your balls in, that's okay, too. You could have metaphorical balls. The balls thing is like courage. I think this balls thing is getting thrown way out of whack here. (laughs) It's it's okay. You don't need to do the balls thing. It was just a suggestion. It's okay. You can do it on Zoom. Just keep your camera off. Yeah, yeah. You can I don't still think... have it on. It's just facing you. Just don't stand, don't stand up. up. Maybe turn don't your stand camera. Up. Don't pull a Jeffrey Tubin. <laughs> and that's why we're recording here in person, by the way, because Mark, uh, you know, taking those breaks. My balls are out right now. We don't now. trust him. <laughs> And please don't forget to follow No Nonsense Trivia on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. And join us on our Discord server to stay updated on all of our podcasts, streams, and events. Join us. Won't you? That was great. That was nice. I like that one. Angelic. Mm Mm-hmm. When you were uh, re- reading up through the score results, uh, I think you got to like fourth or fifth place, and like Elise and I made eye contact, and then just like <laughs> kind of get like started staring more and more deeply as you got to the oh, top. I would we have like, loved to have witnessed that, but I, I like that. I like that you guys knew like yeah. it's gonna be down to us. Yep, yep. There yeah. it is. Well, we're gonna take a little break, and we're then gonna we're gonna put that to the test now. Yeah, Uh-oh. we're gonna see what you know now in our first round of trivia with Adam and Holly. We're back. Mark. How about you kick off round one? This isn't a stats question, but you mentioned like in sports. 
So here's a little sports question for ye. What NBA player turned coach has the distinction of having a trading card featuring the Menendez brothers in the background sitting court side? Can I hear that one more time? Yes. What NBA player turned coach has the distinction of having a trading card featuring the Menendez brothers in the background sitting court side? The Menendez brothers famous for killing their parents. Yeah. So I believe that they use that money to buy courtside seats to a game. Oh, this happened in between their trial. I and I think it was like what time that it? night or something like <laughs> what? I don't know. But where, what year was that? Uh, well, the movie cable guy kind of has a <laughs> subplot that is parodying the Menendez trial. And that came out in like 96, 97, maybe. Okay. I'm, so maybe a couple of years before I'm that. I'm pretty sure it was a Lakers game. Cause they. Would it be Larry Bird? Or is he still at Chicago? No, he wasn't Chicago. Well, he, I don't oh. know if he ever coached. Um, Who was Chicago? Was, went to Lakers. Did you, coach? did you say if it was a player at the time or a coach at the time? Or it was a player at the time. He was a player, a player at the time. At the I mean, time. it could have been on the Jason opposing Kidd? team. Jason Kidd, he's a coach now mm-hmm. um, the nuggets is that him no no he colt no he coached, colt he coached brooklyn and uh, did you say colch dallas colts is what i was yeah, I, I was gonna say indianapolis colts but that's i don't know a, if he's still there football. yeah the cavaliers is that um, the cleveland Cavaliers. cavaliers but you have you know current coaches that were former players you have like steve kerr uh steve nash um i mean it's it's a common sport for people to end up coaching. So yeah, it's a long list. Mm-hmm. Um, the Menendez brothers, maybe they were in California. That sounds about right. Cause the so dad the Lakers, worked in movies. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, man, that's so t- Lakers I know I've seen, the, I know I've seen this photo too, but I can't, I can't place who it was. Charles Barkley played for the sun. Yeah, and okay. a few other teams, but definitely a 90s He era. coached, didn't he? I don't think no? so. I don't think so. I'm no, I think he went, I think he went, he went like straight to TV. Okay, yeah. Uh, he got that video game, Shut Up and Jam. <laughs> and then uh, did some golf tournaments and <laughs> yeah, famous got for a his, second level fame. His choppy of, swing. Yeah. I, I, when I saw that, I was like, maybe that's my problem. Maybe I need to hit like Barkley and try that yeah, out. You know, Put a little hitch in your swing. Mm-hmm, yep. Just it's like he powers up mid swing, you know, like <laughs> there should be like an anime edit of that video. <laughs> if not, we can make it. Yeah, we have we can this. build it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to uh, Steve Kerr was would have been on the Bulls in the 90s. Um, what about a Lakers player, though? I like Lakers that, that line of thinking. Who ended up coaching? Uh, Magic Johnson. I don't think he was ever a coach. No. I know he's like an executive and like part team owner now. Yeah. Or ambassador or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Phil Jackson was already coaching at the time. So it wouldn't have been him. It's tough. Steve Kerr is my best guess. Okay. But you said he played for the Bulls. Yeah. I mean, they could oh. have been an away game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't so think it really could be any team. We can go with Steve Kerr. Good for it. Sorry, that's incorrect. So here's a picture of the card. This is the player. 
Don't know. Is that a New York jersey? You can see the Menendez brothers there. And they printed it. They printed the trading card. They did. And his name is Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson playing here for the New York Knickerbockers. Okay. So it was an opposing team. Mm -hmm. There you go. All right. Mark Jackson. Mm -hmm. Did he coach the Knicks? No, he coached the Golden State Warriors. Okay. That's right. I think he's been on TV too. He's an analyst now. I'm going to kick off my set of questions here with a question about muscle cars. Uh, What car truck hybrids modern incarnation debuted in 1964 from Chevrolet and whose name means the road when translated into English? What car truck hybrids modern incarnation debuted in 1964 from Chevrolet and whose name means the road when translated into English. The El Camino? El Camino. That would be my guess, too. How um, many car-truck hybrids were there back then? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's El Camino. Yeah. I feel uh, like I'm, 99.9%. Yeah, I'm pretty the much there. The first thing that came to my mind. We're going to say El Camino. I'm sorry that no? my question was so easy. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Got ya. <laughs> I was like, ooh, what? <laughs> I just think I just of, want uh, you guys to jump for a second. Brad Pitt in the Mexican when he's driving it and he mm-hmm. just goes, El Camino and like takes off. Yeah, the road. <laughs> there you go. Who right. would like to go first from Death Stars? Adam has his I'll phone. go ahead with okay. my first question. Uh, this is a auto racing film question. In the 2013 film Rush, based on the 1976 Formula One rivalry between James Hunt and Nikki Lauda, what two Marvel Cinematic Universe actors portrayed the two main characters what year did that come out rush 2013 Mm. okay nikki lauda famed f1 racer for Mm -hmm. ferrari i believe was christian bale in that that motherfucker burned in his car and then came back and won another fucking grand prix i think one was uh chris hemsworth okay that sounds right i vaguely remember this movie, like the trailer it being talked about Chris Hemsworth and he's Australian or one of these guys, Australian, mm-hmm. the drivers. Yes. Well, it doesn't matter. Does it? Well, you know, I mean, you don't have to do an accent and I kind of want to go because he does the cameos and Thor's Matt Damon, but I don't know why. Mm. He's in the MCU mm-hmm. due to, I didn't know he was in the Thor movies. He has cameos in those? Mm-hmm. Mm. He was actually most recently in uh, Love and Thunder, which I watched last night. He was. He's also Spoiler in Ragnarok. Alert. So he's like, <laughs> does he play a different cameo each time, or is he a recurring cameo? Like recurring cameo. Oh. He's just been in, I think, the, the three and four. Okay. So I just missed him in Ragnarok somewhere. If you blink, you'll miss him. Okay. Um, yeah, we can go with Matt Damon and Chris Hemsworth. I know it's Chris, not 100% on Matt, but I, I know, know why it's I thought Chris. Christian Bale might be involved. Maybe because he's just acting a lot. He's in a lot of stuff. And he's always like taking on interesting, diverse roles. Were they in? Do you think this is this question is leading you to believe that they were in the MCU at the time? No, I think that's just the qualifier that they are MCU actors. I think that's a hint. Everyone's a fucking MCU actor these days. Right. It's true. Uh, Mark Ruffalo, 
um, Chris uh, Evan? Evans, Chris <laughs> Pratt, <laughs> Chris Pratt. I don't think it would be Chris Pratt. How many Chris's are there in the MCU? Three. Hemsworth, Pratt, and Evans. And you can now Christian Bale. You can make him yeah, a Chris. Chris Bale. Get Chris, Chris Pine Bale? in there. Chris Pine? He's DC. Yep, that's true. He won't ever go. Christy Brinkley. <laughs> sure. Um, Chris Hemsworth. I don't know if I buy uh, Matt Damon. I don't know if I buy yeah. Matt Damon. That one maybe. I'm not sure. I know Chris Hemsworth because I remember he's the best Chris out of the MCU. Wow. Chris Pratt fans are driving off the road right now. That's p- quite cool, all right. But what about Parks and Rec? I mean, Josh Brolin. Uh, um. Hmm. Robert Downey Jr. It's not him. Not no. him. Ed Norton. Don't think it's him. Who's the guy who plays um, Hawkeye? Jeremy Renner. Maybe no. Renner and Hemsworth. It's a Renner Hemsworth movie. Was he acting in 2013? Was he of that caliber at that point? I'm not a. He, I don't know a lot about Renner. Is uh, there MCU a female just, that could just be in there and not one of the two main leads? I think you said who plays the drivers, right? Is it the Correct. drivers? Yeah. Okay, yes. the drivers. Yep. So the males. Um. I have no idea. I did not see the movie. Same. Yeah. Now I want to watch it. I'll tell you that. Um, yeah. I, let's go with the two that you said, Matt Damon and uh, and Chris Hemsworth. Let's go with that. That's our guesses. No. Damn. No. Uh, Australian Chris Hemsworth played the British driver James Hunt and German actor Daniel Bruhl played the Austrian the Nikki Lauda. Daniel Bruhl? Daniel yeah. Bruhl was Baron Zemo. In- oh. Falcon and Winter Soldier and the Rule Captain America series. <laughs> so we got half. Damn. Yeah, all right. Yeah. All right, I'm going to give us uh, one of these, but with a that as well. Yeah, we Just got for a getting half. half. It's a deep cut. <laughs> Daniel Bruhl. All right. All right, That's homegirl. Some good actors right there. I might check that out. Get up on that It was directed by Ron Howard us. as well. So we yeah, get talk, that, talk close if you don't mind. We get right up on that voice. Get right up. There you go. That's good. Perfect. All right. Because I'm a Disney person. I don't know if you guys have done it, but which snack food was invented in Disneyland? Not Disney World, Disneyland, California. But Disneyland. What snack foods is Disney known for? Or the oh, Disney the Dole Whip. Okay. That is That's a, the pineapple mm-hmm. thing. Pineapple ice cream thing. I would call that a snack. Mm-hmm. A dessert Not a snack. meal. No. I mean, if you're just eating Dole Whips all day... You're going to have an up- upset tummy. <laughs> Very Your stomach's going to hurt. <laughs> I feel like we've had this before. I've heard this fact before. I don't, I don't think it's that. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that's more. Is it like character there. related or like, is I don't something? think so. Okay. I think it's kind of like a situation like nachos where it's oh. like, they just had something that they like fucking goldfish crackers or like, some shit like that. Maybe the walking taco. Walking that's taco. Turkey like- leg. <laughs> <laughs> Before that, people only ate chicken drumsticks. <laughs> but then Disney can no, that's not true. Yeah, I can't remember what the fuck it was. I think I remember. Do you? I, I, I was going to say, you kind of had a, a, a look to you. I hate giving that tell to you. I want to <laughs> try and fake it like I don't know. 
but I think I remember. I think the answer is Doritos. Really? That mm-hmm. I believe that is it. I believe that is it. I believe it is something Doritos. like a bunch of tortilla chips accidentally fell in some Cheetos dust or something like that, and it was like, oh, let's serve these. Some kind of accidental. Yeah. Like creation, Doritos Spanish for little golden thing mm. is, uh, from what I understand, the best uh, ability to translate it well, into Dor- English. Yeah, like Dorado is, I mm-hmm. think, gold related. The yeah. Golden Road, <laughs> the no, El the Camino, Camino. <laughs> the El Dormino, Oso. No, that's or- the Sleepy Road. <laughs> That's the road I'm on. Let's go with Doritos. Yeah, I we're like gonna it. say yeah. on the uh, the maybe even the taco Dorito, but we'll say the Doritos. You are correct. Yeah. All right. Woo-hoo. There All right. it is. Any backstory on that? Was my accidental invention thing on the mark? Do you know? No, I just wanted to do a Disney. Okay. And I, it was one of the very first things that popped up. I was like, let's see. Wow. Yep. See, when you're writing uh, trivia, that's you got to be cognizant of that. Like, yeah. I'll Google a topic, mm-hmm. and then I have to go down a little bit to not the first thing. Yeah, don't because, grab, don't grab from the first paragraph right. of the Wikipedia page. And interestingly, uh, we had a just as a side note here, uh, Steve on the Discord put up a uh, question recently about uh, how much preparation or research do you allow, or research items are allowed in trivia? What is considered cheating? Like if I wear a T-shirt with a periodic table on it to trivia. Is it cheating to use that? Um, and I thought that that was interesting timing for that. Well, Mark, we'll probably get into a deeper discussion about this on a future episode mm-hmm. when it's just you and me, so we can really flesh it out. But I wanted to to show you guys this. I came across this. You might fix it. At Pointy Bell this week, I was, uh, you know, picking up out after the quiz, like you do. And I, I saw these, this insane collection of notes here, right? Jesus. And I was like, I'll, I'll look at that later. The front and back, too. This is wow. like a 8.5 by 11 sheet of paper with uh, several things on it. And uh, I realized that the team had looked at the categories ahead of time that I posted and just wrote everything down that they could about that in, in the hopes that I would ask something that was on their notes. You know, So they wrote down... Uh, I, I put up that we were going to be asking about grunge bands. This is just one of 20 categories that I posted that morning. They wrote down Alice in Chains, all of their albums. Nirvana, all of their albums. Pearl Jam, all of their albums. Soundgarden, all of their albums. I had a question about the United States Football League. They had all of those listed. Uh, Adam Sandler movies. They wrote down all of his movies. So this is probably the most preparation I've ever seen in in person for that. And also, this here, uh, I did not announce on our social media our audio round, which was doo-wop. But by the time I had brought the doo-wop answer sheet around, they were Googling the songs from each year. Doo-wop songs from each year. Do you year know what team out. this is? I could probably figure it out. I, I don't know right now off the top of my head, but I could probably uh, conduct some handwriting analysis. Did. Yeah, I can tell you the grunge bands thing, I asked about a song, so they had all the albums listed. So there's definitely some misplaced energy here, but it does bring to mind uh, the question, should something like this be legal in trivia? You know, like, Mm. and I would say this is fine. Like, I don't think that this is illegal, but it is outside of the spirit of true trivia, which to me, like... Pure trivia is what it, you know in your mind when you walk into the room. 
that's what I would think is pure trivia. And if I went in and there was a, you know, a sign for a beer company that had an answer on it, like, you know, if I'm asking about St. Pauli's girl and the question is what beer has a mascot of, you know, a woman holding some jugs or whatever. I don't know. I'm just thinking about <laughs> jugs. I'm thinking about the logo. Um, you know, I'm, I might, if it's an easier question, I might still ask it, but if it's something else, I might actually just change the question, you know, just to kind of like reinvigorate the true spirit of trivia. And also on this subject, something happened for the first time this week at Ollie's that has never happened to me before, which is somebody picked a team name that was my final wager answer. So I had to rewrite wow. the last question, my wager cu- question on the fly. You guys remember the, yeah. uh, the last question? I, I, I mean, was uh, quite excited for that one. Yeah, she knew <laughs> yeah. it right off the bat. Like You just said got tango, and I was like... <laughs> mm-hmm. It was from Moulin Rouge, which 80s, uh, 70s, 80s song by a British rock group is given the tango treatment in Moulin Rouge. Mm. Well, I was going to write the by the police on it and be like, does that give us extra points? What uh, what was the original question? The original question, and it pained me because I love this question. Well, then don't say it. Hold on to it. Use it for another night. Yeah, I guess you could you could save you it for the other it. venue. I could. I'm just or- gonna give. I'm gonna give it to our listeners here. Okay. Uh, the question was, what is the only original song on the jukebox musical soundtrack of Moulin Rouge? Because oh, the boy. rest of the the soundtrack is all covers and medleys mm-hmm. of color mm-hmm. covers. But the team name was Come What May. Come What May. Indeed. That was wild. That was a How about if that name was not related to the song at all? (laughs) Right? You're like making I think it was because they requested the category. Oh, that Uh, makes sense. They were the biggest learners the week before, so So that's but I mean that's like taking that away from them. You gave them the option to choose the category and then you didn't let them fully realize the, their, I don't think they wanted ability. everybody having a huge hint because I've been reading their team name all night. But I mean, they don't know what come. I wouldn't know what come what may I was. Either. I wouldn't know that that was a song it. related to that. <laughs> Just be- I mean, she would have gotten it anyway. But mm-hmm. I don't think anybody that doesn't know Moulin Rouge would have any fucking clue. I honestly wasn't paying attention to the names when you were saying them because mm. I'm. I, yeah, I'm usually, I'm, waiting, I'm usually just waiting for our team that name. That would have been if you fucking asked that question and everyone like fucking guessed Lady Marmalade or whatever the fuck. That's on Moulin Rouge, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. it is. And then, uh, and then you say, and come what may, winning with the last answer, come what may. People's fucking brains would have exploded. I think yeah. they took I don't a know. risk. Maybe I messed up, but they, no, I, I did what I, I went with my gut on that one. I was like, I don't want to, you know, spoil the answer at all or. Or, you know, if people put two and two together that they were the biggest learners from the week before, maybe that's part of the strategy. On any of these subjects, please uh, weigh in, folks. What do you think? Let Demon weigh-ins. Uh, on the notes, I that just takes the fun away for me, personally. It's like, like too I, much homework. Yeah, like, yeah. We, we do look up the birthdays yeah, that's, every week mm-hmm. because we know that's coming. Uh, and I'm okay with that. I, I did one time take the birthdays away from the first round and... People are pissed because that's the <laughs> one that everybody. It's fun. Looks up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the music round's my favorite. She crushes that. I think most keeping of the notes time. is fine. I mean, I think it's. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I think that's kind of the danger of telling people the categories at first. They're going to cram. Yeah. I mean, we for, cram. Yeah. Tests. Yeah. You know, I've put, I've written down notes. So it's like, what do you think about outfitting yourself with various items of clothing that have answers on them to like, you know, lists of presidents and periodic tables and these I kind would, of common. I would say if, if like a team started doing it like in 
collectively, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know if I'd say something, but I just start avoid. If if one person kept wearing a periodic table shirt every week, I would just not write any questions that could be answered mm. by directly looking at the periodic table. Yep. I under I understand what you're saying when you said that it was like misplaced um effort. Uh, effort, but I, it wasn't. I mean, it was placed correctly because you put the categories in and they tried. The thing is is wearing a wearing a t-shirt with all the presidents on it won't answer who is the first person to have a dog in the United in the in the White House. Right. It's not going to answer most questions unless the question is who's the third president you can go one two three it's this guy yeah so i mean like it just because someone is wearing the thing doesn't mean that it's gonna answer 99 percent of trivia it's just gonna really do like the basic stuff what is you know what's argon on the periodic table what are the you know what's what's the symbol the the chemical symbol of argon something like that yeah but if you're like which one was founded by Dmitriev Medzov in 1962? It's the periodic table isn't going to help them, you know. Yep, that's why you write hard trivia, <laughs> and it would be difficult to enforce too. Like, don't wear that shirt next week, you know. Yeah. Like, okay, make me. And we yeah. don't need a miscorrection, by the way. I, I I just made those names up and those things. Well, not except for Argon. I think it's Mendelov. Maybe that's one of them. You're close. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where were we? How did we, <laughs> we were just getting to the second part of the first round of trivia. Yeah. This episode is going to be fucking ridiculous. What Grimm's fairy tale titular character is named for a vegetable craved by her pregnant mother. What Grimm's fairy tale titular character is named for a vegetable craved by her pregnant mother in the story. Her mom is pregnant. She's craving a vegetable. She names her daughter after this. So I said daughter. So now you know. It's a female titular character. Mm-hmm. There's a hint. Little Red Riding Hood. It's not. That's not a vegetable. Yep. Yeah. It's not Goldilocks. Is there a grim fairy tale called Pickle? <laughs> I hope so. Ice cream. <laughs> I want pickles. <laughs> Your new name's Pickles. I don't even is really Rumpel know all a grim because she was the mom was pregnant and the mm. father went not but Rumpel- that's not a titular character because it would be named after her it's- not Rumpelstiltskin but I know he was constantly getting vegetables I think that's Rumpelstiltskin am I getting them confused hmm he would go to the witch's garden and get all the vegetables and what was it? If you mm. said his name, he would stop? Is that the... You That's g- if you guessed his if name, you guessed his name you, yeah. But there's, I think, multiple, like, the one she had to do, like, the straw into gold. Mm. Maybe Rumpelstiltskin wasn't the original title? And it just mm. changed over to that character? I don't know. I don't know if Mark would pull that trick, okay. you know yeah. what I mean? And, or if he did, he would say it's original title. I think he, I, I think he would uh, include that. Oh, uh, what other yeah. Grimm fairy tales are Is it Hansel and Gretel? Is that a Grimm? Oh. Mm. Gretel. What does Gretel mean? Is, I don't know. Is that German for a vegetable? Or a specific vegetable? I'm not sure. Yeah, my Grimm's fairy tale knowledge is pretty shallow. They've all been adopted by and Disney. redone by Disney and other people. I can never remember what originated. I have the giant Grimm too at my house and I just can't think. 
Hmm. And even stuff like no Cinder Cinderella. Was that Hans Christian Andersen or was that no? That's the, Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like thinking of Into Cinderella. the Woods, like what's in Into the Woods. I'm trying on to remember there. that uh, Once Upon a Time show that kind of married all the fairy tales. There was also that Snow Grimm, White. Wasn't there the Grimm brothers with the brothers, yeah, the brothers Grimm. Grimm and Heath Ledger? Mm-hmm. Yep. Matt Damon and Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> Two Aussies. Cinderella. It, could that be a uh, Gretel? What is Gretel? I don't know. I think it's just a name. Or maybe. That would be a weird backstory just to have like, all right, mom's pregnant and names just the daughter after a vegetable and the son has Hansel. Well, Cinderella is, her name is Ella, I believe, and the step siblings and mother call her Cinder because she sleeps by the fireplace. Oh, okay. And so she gets the cinder ash on her. Ah. So Cinderella. So probably not her then. So I don't think Ella is a vegetable of any sort. Ella, mm-hmm. Ella, Ella, <laughs> a, 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 under my Cinderella, Ella, Ella. That one's free. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Snow White. No. Yeah, what other? Sleeping Aurora. Little Miss Muffet. That's a nursery rhyme. That's like Mother Goose. It's not a fairy tale. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Uh, Which, what name Rapunzel? Did you say? Aurora. Hmm. They call her Rapunzel. Rapunzel. But the story's not called Aurora. And that's Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, so it wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. It's not in the title. Um, Rapunzel. But they call her Briar Rose also. But that's not a vegetable. Unless you're really hungry. It can be. Hmm. I like this question. I'll say that. Yeah. Thank you. This is an intriguing question. I appreciate that. Um, I don't know. How about Shrek? Maybe we can <laughs> Shrek her out. <laughs> the gingerbread uh, man. Gingy, yeah. <laughs> Do you know the muffin man? Well, what are some vegetables that we have? I mean, we could go oh, that direct. Broccoli. Carrot. Eggplant. Or a vegetable aubergine. Have, yeah, a vegetable you'd have a craving for. Aubergine parmesan. Potato. Cabbage. Cabbage. Cabbage girl. I mean, cabbage, cabbage you could have a craving for. I feel like that's an easy to get vegetable back in the day. You know, it's, it's, it's not going to be a vegetable that is difficult to acquire. Where, were, those, where were the Brothers Grimm from? I think Germany. Okay. So it could be it could be a German mm-hmm. word for a vegetable. Could be Gretel. Could be Gretel. And there's a lot of food. That's a very that, that's a food centric I mean, story. It's a, more candy oriented, but maybe there's some dynamic going on there. Vegetable, candy, they're kind of opposites. Nutritionally speaking. Yeah. Less than each of Should we go with Gretel? Let's go with Gretel. Why not? I like it. Gretel. You like it, but it's wrong. <laughs> reading from the... <laughs> that was jerky of me, I guess. Uh, reading from the Wikipedia article, 
a lonely couple who long for a child live next to a large, extensive, high-walled substance garden belonging to a sorceress. The wife, experiencing pregnancy cravings, longs for the Rapunzel that she sees growing in the garden, which is a uh, salad green. Rapunzel uh, is the I was even answer. talking about the one. I got it mixed up because I, I was like, it's Rumpelstiltskin. The wife wanted uh, okay. the vegetables from, the, uh, from yeah. the witch. I was going to say, I don't remember that part of Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like trying to make the connection. Yeah. So he's stealing the vegetables, but if you guess his name, I don't see how they're connected, but fair enough. All I right. had them confused. Mark, this is a question about a show that you just concluded. I don't know if you guys have seen The Sopranos. Ooh. I have not. Yeah, a couple times. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Well, this, is, good. Uh, this involves a uh, famous episode of the show. On the, Maybe I should ask a different question. Okay. Up to you. I, if you get this instantly, I'm going to ask you a second Sopranos question okay. about this episode. Okay. A little bit harder. On the Sopranos, Christopher and Polly get lost in what real-life protected wilderness area in southern New Jersey? Um, it's the Pines. It's it's the episode where Polly loses his shoe and they end up holed up inside of a uh, inside of a van, eating ketchup packets. Mm-hmm. And then he finds Tic Tacs. What a combo. Yeah. Um, I just don't remember the name of the. I mean, I don't know if it's just called The Pines. The, the... It's also the title of the episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, See, much like mm-hmm. much like album titles and song titles, I just it doesn't even register. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you there. This one, though, it it did keep because it's such a popular episode of the show and it largely takes place just in that location. Maybe even entirely. Mark is going into his mind palace. Hands are up on his head. Eyes are closed. He's in a reclined position. All the energy going to his brain, his mighty, mighty brain. Can you read the question again? I sure will. On the Sopranos, Christopher and Polly get lost in what real-life protected wilderness area that's located in southern New Jersey? They take the Russian out to dispose of him, and then he gets away and they get lost. This is the episode where where uh, Tony tells uh, Polly that he killed um, 12 Chechens and uh that he was a uh minister of the interior and he goes the guy killed 12 Czechoslovakians he used to be an interior decorator <laughs> um it's the something pines i keep wanting to say it's shady pines but that is that is the golden girls yeah that's from okay. the golden girls <laughs> um the pine something Nothing's clicking. Come on, man. You've seen it multiple times. I've never seen it. It's one of those that like when I saw it, just seeing the still from it and seeing the name, I was like, this is going to be one of those episodes everyone loves. It's a classic Christopher Maltesanti, Polly Walnuts double banger. Yeah, it, it's probably their best episode together, I would yeah. say. I mean, it gives them the most time. The Pine Barrens. The Pine Barrens? Is the answer the Pine Barrens. God damn! That's correct. Nice Good pull. job. That's correct. Oh. Now here's your follow-up question. 
What actor who has appeared on The Sopranos directed that episode? Holy cow. I'm going to say Michael Imperioli. No. Uh, Sorry, I just give you a quiet one because it's a follow-up question. Yeah. Steve Buscemi. Oh. That was, I think, the first episode that he directed for The Sopranos. And then uh, he would go on to be cast in Boardwalk Empire for HBO. Which I want to see that next. I've heard really good things about that. And we should say rest in peace, Tony Sirico as well. Oh, God. Great performance on that show. Yeah. Two days after I finished watching it, Mm -hmm. I've got some kind of power. I blame you. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks. All right. Uh, Let's take a little break. Okay. And then we'll come right back with our second round of trivia. back death stars i have a category here from uh, your ollie's nemesis the shiba inu illuminati i'm gonna ask you a dog breeds question oh no Fuck. dog breeds what kind of giant muscular dog was bred as a working dog for fishermen in canada is named for the region from which it comes and inspired the character of nana in jm barry's peter pan what kind of giant muscular dog was bred as a working dog for fishermen in Canada is named for the region from which it comes and inspired the character of Nana in Jam Berry's Peter Pan? The St. Bernard? I don't believe so. No? I no, I know. believe it is um, the breed that is commonly called the Newfie. Oh, the, the Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Which is, yes. I think, the easternmost part of Canada. Canada. Newfoundland. Was, is it a Newfoundland Terrier or something? I think it's just called a Newfoundland. Okay. I don't know if there's... I wonder if the Quizmaster will accept that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, Newfoundland the, was the, Newfoundland the first thing that I thought of. Because other than that, like other areas, you have like Nova Scotia I was just kind of looking stuff, at think, her or thinking Prince of her Edward colors. I, Prince Edward Island, is there a dog named after... After that. P-E-I. Yeah. No. No, I think I like Newfoundland. The Newfie. We're going to say, we're going to go with it? We're going to go with it? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to say the Newfie. Newfoundland. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. Another potential answer could be the Labrador, but Labrador is a medium-sized dog, not a giant Mm. dog. They are water dogs, but I don't think any connection to Jam Berry's Peter Pan either. So, yes, right on the money. Good job. At 3,852 Kelvin, which element has the highest melting point? At 3,825 Kelvin, which element has the highest melting point? Well, let me just consult my t-shirt here. uh, I don't think that one's included. Uh, Uh, So that's melting, that's solid to liquid. Mm -hmm. And uh, very hot. Yeah. So it's it stands it's up six thousand four hundred and twenty five degrees Fahrenheit. Oh thank you. I did the math for you. Crunch those numbers. No sweat. If any if you ever want to become a cyborg, this is what your your stuff should be made from, probably. I would love to become a cyborg. Set. People are working for that. I mean there's there's definitely 
there's uh, some guy who has like a uh, degenerative disorder, and he's like slowly replacing mm. the different systems of his body with uh, mechanical systems. So we are we are there. Um, he's basically trying to extend his life, and uh, he's a big advocate. I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head. I'll put a link in the show notes to his story, though. What element has the highest melting point? I gotta believe it's gotta be one of the metals. Yeah. Um, could it be mercury? Is that melting? No, mercury's I mean, already melted. Is it? Mercury is yeah. liquid at room uh, temperature. Right, yeah, 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 I guess you're right. <laughs> it's the opposite of what we're going for. Yeah. <laughs> I thought maybe it was like, well, because it's you already a little... have a more wrong answer. <laughs> I thought maybe there was like super melting or something going on, you know, where... It melts liquid again. Becomes yeah. more liquid. Or it gets turned into a gas. <laughs> and then gets so hot it returns to liquid. I, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what I was thinking. Um I know gold definitely melts at a lower temperature mm-hmm. than what we're it's, it's our malleable. Target. It's um, very soft. You got like lead, tungsten. Aluminum? Aluminum? You put that in your oven. No, aluminum melts. It does. People melt. Oh. Well, yeah, I think they melt it down to recycle. Oh, so it can't yeah. be too hot. Titanium is that an element or is that like an alloy? I think that might be an alloy. Alloy. Uh, or it could be one of like the weird, like Einsteinium, or maybe, or I don't, is that a metal? I don't even know if that's I don't a metal. Know. I'm not sure what it is. You got like cobalt. Hmm. I failed chemistry, so okay. don't ask me. <laughs> I didn't even make it to chemistry in high school. <laughs> At North, they would just put you into like uh, increasingly remedial classes if you did bad. So <laughs> they were like, I think senior year I was in a math class and there was like a word problem about oranges. And I was like, man, I have fallen off here. <laughs> I took remedial math senior year because I needed a class and I just used it for my last period. I was like, Nice. Yeah. Go out but, on an easy note. Yeah. Um, titanium. Copper We're, also I was thinking copper. No, copper. Copper is a metal because I think it's the base for like brass and oh, bronze. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is that why it's used in like, that wouldn't be air conditioning. Well, maybe air conditioning can get hot. I th- yeah. I yeah. think copper just conducts really well. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, maybe that. It's like Copper was the only yeah. thing I could think of. Put some energy through me. Like I won't I won't buckle. Yeah. <laughs> it's highly sought after. It's I don't, I don't want to metagame too much, but would he go after one of those like weirder elements that e- nobody remembers? Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair game given that it has this mm-hmm. quality to it, you know. This is again another good question. But we also like to overthink some of your questions. And oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. And we write down the wrong one. We're like, no, it can't be this. When we were have the right one, but we write down the wrong one. Yeah. Should we just go with copper? Let's go with copper. Copper. Sorry that's incorrect. <laughs> Guys, the correct answer is carbon. Wow. Oh. Okay. Carbon. Okay. So it's not, in, in us, it's all the other stuff that's weak. Yeah, the carbon yeah. molecules can hold up to yeah, scrutiny. I'm pr- yeah, I'm pretty sure. We'll, that's why there's you know. carbon fiber stuff. Carbon yeah. is 
Very, 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 very durable. And like ashes, mostly car. I think it's all carbon. So we have carbon dating. Gotcha. Because everything else goes away. Carbon is here to stay, I think. That's a cool quality to have. Yeah. Carbon footprint. Indeed. Milady, would you grace us with a question? I will. Thank you. Okay. In Elton John's memoir, which came out October 2019... What item does he have a closet full of but never uses? Mm. Sunglasses. Oh, he definitely. Well, uh, <laughs> unless well, the ones he uses aren't in that closet. I mean, I'm I'm thinking he probably like like he's probably gotten sent so many. I think it's something like that. You know, you'd think That's of like stuff that bad. he probably got a lot of, but they just sit in there. Wigs. Oh. That would also be a very good, a closet full of, not pianos. Guitars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, the question was items, so it doesn't guitars. have to be clothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we keep, you know, board games and oh, closets. Yeah. All sorts of stuff in yeah. the closet there. No skeletons, though. Mm. None. Not a one. No, and don't no, look. No, it is item. And no, not items. It is item. Can oh, I hear the question a, one more time? Yeah. And Wait, hold on. Whoa. He just blew my mind. All right, go ahead and give this to me again. In Elton John's memoir, which came out in October 2019, what item does he have a closet full that he never uses? So it's one item that takes up a whole closet? Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay, that's a very different question. That is. Mm. He does have very giant sunglasses. Maybe it's just the one One pair. giant <laughs> pair. <laughs> Why does he never use it? Too big. <laughs> Too big for his eyes. Um. Hmm. So he's got one object taking up a closet. Uh-oh. What was that? Did Austin make a motion? He I did. saw something out of the corner of my eye. I saw some movement. Multiple of the same object. It okay. is multiple oh. of the same object. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So multiple of the same object. I was gonna say it's like, not, maybe yeah, it's like a treadmill. Like, right. Oh, I got this treadmill. Okay. Gift, I was gonna say like a running. I was gonna say that it could be a piano. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say a bouncy <laughs> castle just stuffed in there. <laughs> I was okay. lucky enough to see him on his million dollar piano um, Las Vegas thing. I was nice. there for work, and I was like, man, maybe they put the million dollar piano in there. Mm. He never uses. He's like, I'm not touching that shit. All right. It's a million dollar piano there. He could probably afford it though. I mean, if you. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he could get two million dollar pianos. He's good for it. So it is one item, multiple of it, mm-hmm. that he never uses. So this is along the lines of what we were first thinking. Yeah. So costumes. He was very big for wearing costumes. Mm-hmm. But would those qualify as a use? Like it, it, he never uses it? Or it's, it's never using it, using it once, and then not using it again? No, I would say it's got to be something that just he has that he has no use for mm-hmm. never had a use for it doesn't have a use for anymore that's i, I think know kind i feel like his question is because like if he wore it once and he hold on to it in a, in, in a closet he never uses it now it's true mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. like he's holding on to it for memory's sake but right. he's, he makes no use of it same thing as like kind of like the glasses thing i was thinking mm-hmm. you know because i think when you're famous you buy a bunch of stupid shit and people also send you stupid shit. Like, Oh yeah. Dear Elton saw you wear big glasses. It's so funny. Here's glasses. And he's probably like, well, I don't want to throw this away. Someone was nice enough to send it to me. 
And so he puts them in his closet. The glasses closet, he calls it. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't really know what else it could be. Guitars is a funny answer. Yeah. All I can think of are, are things that he would use, you know? I mean, like, maybe it's like cutting boards. And he just, he doesn't. Charcuterie boards. So like, yeah. Like, he has a chef, so he doesn't need. Yeah. Them. And they have their own. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, he has. It wouldn't be a car. You have a garage a big, for that. Big closet. Yeah. yeah. A car um, closet, aka garage. A garage is kind of a closet, <laughs> yeah, in a way. A like, the British car. would call it something like that. It's my car closet. It's not a garage, not a garage. Oh, we don't call it gay rouge. We call it a car closet. <laughs> um, I mean, it's probably the other way around. I feel like Americans would more likely call it a car closet. Yeah, than true. Than <laughs> well, you know how old it is. Very British. I like the sunglasses <laughs> idea that maybe people just yeah. gift him sunglasses. It's especially fascinating because they're so they're so small mm-hmm. that having a whole fucking yeah. closet full of them would be insane. And maybe the ones he wears on stage are prescriptions, so he just can't use them. <laughs> I feel like he, he, that was like a phase too. I don't think he does the glasses thing very much anymore. Right. No, I think you he saw just, him. I think he just wears regular mm-hmm. glasses now. Did, did he bust out any crazy sunglasses? When you saw him? I don't remember. Mm. I remember the piano had a bunch of led lights on it. And I remember he did all the songs I wanted to hear. He sounds like the same band from fucking forever. That's pretty, pretty cool. Awesome, yeah. yeah. Unlike Billy Joel, who fucking fired his band, and his bassist killed himself for it. Damn. Oof. Yeah. I threw That's shade a franchise at, move. I threw. <laughs> you franchise. son of a bitch. I threw shade at fucking Billy Joel. Send him my way. Um. Yeah. Let's say sunglasses, I guess. Fuck I like it. it. Yep. We're going to say sunglasses. You are incorrect. Oh, man. Candles. Oh, oh, fucking course. That's... And I strive for that. Yeah, okay. he, he keeps says him out of the wind. it is he just useless like to or? have in his. It's useless, but it's the best damn smelling closet. <laughs> damn! I, did he say? <laughs> are they reeks when you open that closet door? Are like, they sent to him or? No, he just have he them just, all. <laughs> See, so I automatically chalk that up to uh, or wax that up. Mm-hmm. to uh, mm-hmm. Candle in the Wind. Yeah. People were sending him candles. Yeah. But maybe he just loves a candle. Right. He doesn't, I love a good candle. He doesn't want the wind to blow them out, so he keeps them in the closet, just in case You've any windows are open. Like a candle in the closet. He's, he said he has no use for them, but it's the best damn smelling closet. Well, then that's the use. It's a good smelling closet. Yeah. It's yeah. A good I guess use. it's yeah his his version of I but he's never not use burning it or have them. no use for it. Yeah. Imagine getting all the same scent. You walk in there, you're just like punched in the face by cinnamon. (laughs) Be like Bath and Body Works. There you go. Yeah. It's his own personal Bath and Body Works. Sir? I have a NFL question. Oh, hell yeah. Fred Dreyer, the star of the 80s crime drama Hunter, was an NFL defensive lineman and is the only player to ever do what twice in a single game? Mm. Catch a ball. No. <laughs> I think that happened maybe the last couple. Well, no, there's no NFL right now, right? No. You say he's a defensive lineman? Yes. Interception or a touchdown following an interception by the same player? He's He plays defense. Mm-hmm. 
So the other things, it, it would be sack. Some, yeah, it would be something that probably the typical defensive player doesn't do very often. Right? What's when they tackle the quarterback in the end zone? Safety. Safety. Mm. The same. That's person. interesting. Because all the other things I'm trying to think, I mean, it could be two pick sixes. Which is when you cause a fumble and pick it up and run into the end zone. You're saying in any game, or this isn't specific to another player, like the only person to tackle Joe Montana twice. Or no, no one else has done this. I mean, a safety is a rare thing. We had a couple of fucking uh, uh, Super Bowls that had safeties, I feel like, in a row. There were like two or three that had safeties in them. Uh, a sa- can a safety be self-instituted? Uh, you take a knee in the end zone, right? If you if you want to force a safety, like um, you catch it and then you take a knee, and then you get set on the twenty-yard line. That's not a safety. No, no, no. 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 What's that that's called? just um, fair catch, I think. So, oh. like a fair catch. There's what's called a touchback. Touchback, yeah. which is when there's a kickoff. And you catch it in the end zone, and mm-hmm. you kneel down. And you start on now. I think is a twenty-five yard. Oh, line. that's not called a safety. All right, no. If you if the ball gets, you have to tackle. I think the quarterback or a player in the end zone. Get it? I feel like that. Ha- I mean, that has to have happened at least twice, though, right? No, it's it's, I, it's rare. rare. Okay. I think we should go with two safeties. Okay. By the same person, I think that that sounds. Yeah. In one game. Yeah, we're gonna say two safeties in one game. That is correct. Hey! Yay! Nice. Fantastic. Yeah, they happened on back-to-back possessions. Wow, that's even more incredible, huh? But Holy yeah, so shit. yeah, a safety is anytime the ball starts outside of the end zone and is downed inside of the end zone. Okay. So yeah, so if. The offense starts on like the five yard line and they get pushed back trying to make a play and get tackled. Or if you fumble it and it like rolls out of the back of the end zone. Uh, Why do they call that a safety? safety? They should call that like a danger. Like your team is in danger. You're <laughs> sucking so hard right yeah, it's now. A little the bit, danger zone. It's a little bit of a misnomer. I don't know the origins of the etymology, but huh. yeah, that's nice fantastic. That, I mean, that was all you. That was great. What classical Greek engineer, right into it, known for developing the screw and the compound pulley system, once built a heat ray to burn ships attacking his home island of Syracuse? What classical Greek engineer, known for developing the screw and the compound pulley system, once built a heat ray to burn ships attacking his home island of Syracuse? Ah, uh, New York boy. <laughs> <laughs> I know Mythbusters tested this once. Yeah. They like they built a big like just a mirror, like a concave mirror that just redirected sunlight. Sort of like, like a Fresnel lens. A little different, but yeah, similarly like focusing light all in one direction to try to yeah, try to make like a you know, the, the way you use a magnifying glass uh, to burn wood. He was trying to make a giant one to Set ships, set ships on fire like so many awful kids would do the ant bully i mean i don't know theracles yeah, greek engineers in it. not da vinci 
I know Da Vinci was my first, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure Invented he's not Greek. Invented the screw. Yeah. Developed the screw. I'm not Developed. sure about inventing, but kind of brought it into its modern incarnation. The pulley system, I can't think of who it was, but I mean, I remember learning about that in school. Um, uh, man. The screw and the compound pulley system. Pulley system. Was like, was, is that Da Vinci? Was so- Da Vinci's Italian it's though is, yeah. was like Socrates. Also, I was thinking uh, that, like, but I'm engineer? like, he's a philosopher. Yeah, I mean, you could have done but he more than more. He's the only one I like to call him Socrates. Like, yeah, Socrates, Aristotle, Plato, mm, Plato. Were any of them? Did they have a, a side hustle developing complex pulley systems? <laughs> I mean, they were all. I think some of those, th- some of them are mathematicians, etc. Mm-hmm. I like. Oh, what about like Pythagoras? He did math. That would be interesting. And he did have his hands in uh, angles. When I think of pulleys. And, I think of like yeah. triangles. That would be interesting. I like it. Or oh, what's the? Euclid, like Euclidean. Oh, dude, let's go with Euclid. Okay. Here's looking at Euclid. He was, <laughs> now, he was a great, all up on There's a great trivia triangles. team name. There you go. Yeah, let's. I I feel I I like Euclid. Yeah. Um. Trying to think if there's anybody else. Yeah, I'm running out of. What if there was a a Greek dude just named Charles? <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> yeah, he was Chuck. <laughs> Ooh, I'm sorry. Chuck is incorrect. Yeah, let's say Euclid. Fuck it. Yeah, I like it. it. We're going to say Euclid. No. Oh, man. I'm sorry, but I am going to give you one of these just for that. Here's looking at Euclid. Yeah, that's I will will say I got that from a t-shirt that we bought an old coworker of mine who was a math nerd. So I cannot take great reference. Great reference. Anyway, Holly, you're a Disney gal. What if I told you that there is a Disney character that uh, is named after? No, it's not Pluto. (laughs) I think I might know. What we got? Is it Archimedes? Archimedes. That is correct. Archimedes. Archimedes. Wow. The sword and the stone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He built. uh, Can you imagine rolling up on Syracuse and being like, we got bows, we got arrows, we're good. And then, uh, you know, Bob next to you just burst into flames. (laughs) Charles. (laughs) Yeah, Charles, because of this uh, uh, complex mirror system that he built. I got bows in different area codes. Area codes, both. What a G, Archimedes. Oh yeah, for sure. The realest G. He's just sitting there stewing. I hate these ships that are always coming in and attacking us. I got to do something about this. These fuckers won't even know what's coming. They're going to roll up on me. Think they can roll up on me? Say Let's hello to my sunny friend. <laughs> Here's the last question of the second round. Mick Bricker is the maiden name of a character on what famous cartoon series? Mick Bricker. Is the maiden name of a character on what famous cartoon series? South got, Park, Simpsons. Yeah, well, the Simpsons, you got Bouvier. Mm-hmm. Uh, family Guy, I don't think that's Lois's oh, yeah. maiden name. Mick Bricker. The weird. Uh, pardon my stomach growling. I, right. I was going to say, I'm very hungry. <laughs> I had breakfast this morning, one of those breakfasts where I yeah. ate, and I was like, Oh, that didn't do anything. That was not <laughs> enough. 
I'm just craving a Rapunzel all of a sudden. <laughs> Bricker. The salad greens. Now McDonald's as well on top mm, of that. There you go. Um, hashtag not that. Uh, Maud McBricker. Is it Maud Flanders's? Mm. I, I don't know if that's a oh, yeah. Simpsons-esque name. That sounds South Parky or Family Guy-y. You yeah. know what I mean? Did you say you knew Lois's name? I No, I don't know it off the top of my head, but I don't think it's McBricker. Because there are a lot of appearances by her her parents later on. By the that way, I'd love to get right. into voice acting. If we have anybody who knows how to get someone into voice acting, let me know. Okay. Oh, oh. there you go. Okay. Talk to the, my well, man over here. I was half joking, but now maybe I'm serious. We do have microphones. Yeah. I, I have mm-hmm. some even at my house. Yeah. That's the dream voiceover actor scenario, I guess. Is Well, I don't know. Maybe you want to work with a director closely, but I guess you could do that over Zoom. Mick Bricker. Yeah. yeah, Mick Bricker. The maiden what? name for a character in what famous cartoon series? Famous cartoons. Yeah, I don't remember this name from South Park. I feel like the first like 10 or so seasons of South Park I, I watched a few times. Um, what about but, Futurama? Hmm. Although I don't know everybody's like single in that show. Lilo? So. Does she even have a last name? Lila, I think it's just Lila. No, no Tarang- she Taranga Taranga Lila. 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 Not yes. Lilo. That's, that's a Disney. Stitch. <laughs> There's a combo for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's Taranga Leela. Okay. You said it was a TV series, right? Uh, yeah. Cartoon series. It was on Cartoon TV. series. Okay. Not the Flintstones. No? Well. <laughs> or the Jetsons? Could Flintstones be one of the all classics. have uh, like rock-based names. Or like, Brick? You know. Mick Bricker? Mm-hmm. It's a brick. It's a rock. But Scottish, right? Mick. Mick Bricker. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. From, like, I don't know if there's tails. any Scottish oh. Ducktales. There's a Scrooge McQuack. McQuack. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I would I imagine it's it's some series that revolves around a family. If it's, you know, if the maiden Mc, name. McBricker calls to mind Bricks, Construction, Bob the Builder. Oh. Mm. I mean, popular, not necessarily amongst adults. No, Could but be still. A good show. But it, yeah. Maiden name. He has a wife, Bob. Does right? he? Does I've he? never watched. I think he, his wife is like his like partner. They work together. I've never watched it either, but. Oof. Or Handyman. Live together, work together. Oh. I don't Tough know life. what Manny's last name is. What's that? I mean, other... Handy Manny, but he's more on the Latino area, so I don't think you'd be a McBricker. Mm. Racist. <laughs> well, it's a maiden name, too. Yeah. yeah. Bob the Builder. I mean, the brick thing. Unless we can think of, like, some other... Unless Wilma McBricker? I don't know. For Flintstones? Betty McBricker? She would be a rebel. A rubble, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I just, the construction thing now. Brick. There's got, the, I, I feel like the way that Mark writes, that's his hint here. You know? Yeah. Fred I'm, works right. in construction. Yeah. Yeah, it's Flintstone Rubble McBricker. Mm-hmm. Wilma McBricker. I just hate the sound of that. I, do I know, it just sounds Betty awful. Betty McBricker sounds better because they got the yeah. double B. You know? Mm-hmm. And you're looking for the character name or the show? The show. The show. 
no. Bob the Builder, Flintstones. I, I, Flintstones is more ubiquitously popular, I would say. Yeah. So maybe we should go with that. Okay. The Flintstones. Yeah. You guys nailed it. <laughs> and you were even right with Betty McBricker. Ah! Betty's McBricker <laughs> knee rubble. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Fantastic sus, guys. You started going right off it with Bob the Builder, and I was like, where in Bob the Builder would they talk about maiden fucking names? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, true. you know, before Bob's second marriage, his <laughs> wife had to leave her former husband because she was he was a cuckold, and she didn't want to... <laughs> like, where, why would they talk about her maiden name at all? Yeah, you gotta go on fandom.com yeah, for a, that type of that's lore for some Bob other the Builder, fanfic. <laughs> Fantastic <laughs> sus, guys. That was wonderful. All right. Great to see that in action. Yep. Are we gonna take a break? We're gonna take a break. Are we gonna come back and rate a damn question? Not today. Okay. Oh. Well, we could. You guys wanna rate? I'd like to. Let's yeah. rate. Let's rate. We'll rate. Alright. We'll be back with the rating. And our last round of trivia. back and it's time for a rate my question rate my question all right we have a uh, call from someone who joined us most recently on our live episode john lane lee mark hello greetings it's john lane how's it going just wanted to leave you a rate my question uh something i was thinking about on a car trip and uh want to run it by you if something that happens during the night is nocturnal, what is the term used for something that happens during the day? Again, the question is, if something that happens at night is nocturnal, what is the term used for something that happens during the day? And, uh, you know, don't want to spoil the answer. You can Google it. Your big boys. All right. Best of luck. Take care. Love you. Love you too, John. Yes, indeed we do. Thanks for the call, John. What is the opposite of nocturnal? If uh, activity is happening during the day, I think. Well, I think the knocked part is what refers to the night, mm-hmm. so it might still have that urnal mm-hmm. finish on it. It's a urinal Doctrinal. question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if the urnal part would be on there, to be honest with you. Because, I mean, Nocturne Mm. is night. I know I looked this up. I think it starts with a D. I I know I've looked this up. I know I know this. But it is beyond the recesses. Yeah, I think I remember this. You think you remember the answer? I think I remember the answer. Oh, and oh it does, do you? It does start with a D. I believe it's diurnal. That mm. is it. Mm-hmm. That is it. Yeah. That is 110%. And I want to say I don't even have to look it up, but I'm just going to look it up. Diurnal. We got a we got a thumbs, thumbs up. up over here. Cool. This is That's the helpful thing about having a producer. Yeah. <laughs> they can do all the shit for you while you're just the talent. Yes. Diurnal. D-I-U-R-N-A-L. 
of or during the day. Yes. All right. Well, well, we answered that pretty quickly. We got to rate it, though. Now, while we rate, I would like for the two of you to consider your rating systems. It cannot be the Pibs system. He does have uh, a, uh, a his registered trademark. Pibs. Well, you're not even allowed to say it, or else you'll no, be sued. No, no, I'm no. just kidding. <laughs> and I use the please. The, the Pibs alphabet. are free. Uh, so you guys need to come up with your own rating system you can consider while we go through. Do you want to go first? Or you want me to here, Lee? Let me go ahead and read the question one more time. Just uh, so yeah, we I don't like a- the way the question is worded, really. If something that happens at night is nocturnal, what is the term used for something that happens during the day? I can see you hating that wording. <laughs> I don't hate it, but... I feel like you could just deconstruct. I feel like there's a very good question in here, but I I would probably do something instead of saying something that happens at night. I I don't I I, I think that there is a better definition mm-hmm. for nocturnal out there. You know. Well, if diurnal is of or or during the day, then nocturnal would be of or during the night. Now we usually use nocturnal to refer to like the behavior of animals. You know. Um, but I don't know if that's the, you know, textbook definition. So I don't know that I have a problem with the wording here. Um, but I will say this is, uh, should I rate it first? Sure. Sounded like you were about to go, but, no. uh, I'll give this a very tiny P. I don't think this is really a popular category. Sometimes we get language as a category request, but most often it's like foreign language, um, which I don't know if this is Latin, but um, I'll give it a big I. Capital I is interesting for sure. No B. I mean, nocturnal. It's kind of like the basis of the question. Maybe I'll give this an even smaller B than the P. And uh, I have no problem with the way it's worded, so I'll give it a capital S. This is a uh, B. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even say nocturnal is necessarily a hint. No, it's I I, w- I would say it's not a built-in hint. It's only a hint because it shares Et- part of the yeah etymolo- the suffix etymology wise. Like there's a little bit of shared. The suffix is the same. Yeah, yeah. I think the the when I looked it up, it does say done occurring or active at night. I think I would have gone with the active at night thing, and I would have done something along the lines of like. Uh, um, what is the term for the inverse of nocturnal, you know, like some, or, you know, what is the name of some for, for a animal or creature or what have you that is active during the day, the inverse of nocturnal, something like that. Yeah. I, I like that because it, uh, it frames it in something that we're familiar with. Yes. Nocturnal animals. Right. I mean, it's not wrong to say if something happening during the day is diurnal, but that's, I think the, the most common usage. And when I looked up uh, nocturnal, um, it did autocomplete nocturnal emission, which then made me think of a diurnal emission, which is just <laughs> when you come, I guess. A diurnal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, Let's hear you have a night job. Yeah. Or a hand. Job. I don't know how that works. <laughs> Is your night the day? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to give this, uh, I'll give a solid A. I, I just think the wording could use, all, all the good stuff is there. You want some more flavor. I want a little flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think maybe it'd even be cool to say, what is the definition of diurnal? 
Mm. Just kind of give them that and and just ask people for the definition of a diurnal. But uh, in any event, I'd give it a solid A. Okay. You could also ask people just what what is the opposite of diurnal? Yeah. Because maybe that, oh, yeah, that's like, the more mm-hmm. known term. Yeah, so you're looking for nocturnal as the answer. That would certainly make it a bit easier. Mm-hmm. But uh, sometimes you need that. How would you rate this, bad boy? I'm going to use, since I'm a big fan of hot sauce and spicy foods i'm going to use the scoville scale okay so on a on a scale from bell pepper being nothing all the way up to carolina reaper being the spiciest i'm going to give this a ghost pepper which is two peppers down from the top i i think it's good i it's definitely one of those questions where you you kind of just got to know it although i think having like a little bit of shared wording with nocturnal and if you just kind of go like well day starts with d Let's just make a word that kind of sounds like day. Yeah. You could almost accidentally get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I like that. I'll take it. Holly? I don't have a scale, <laughs> so I'm just going to give it two Mickey heads. Okay. okay. Out of how out many? Of how many? 15th? Five. Okay. five. Two out of, two five, out of five Mickey heads. Okay. okay. Tough rating. I like it. Yeah. You could do two out of five Mickey ears on the same head. That would mm. be kind of cool. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, if it, it's I, a good question. Mickey. Got, yeah. A five-eared Mickey head would be a little terrifying, though. I would like yeah. to we see get you get a cease and desist. That can yeah. go with the new horror Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> oh. Is that real? I believe so. I believe it is. I saw a photo fuck? of Pooh, and it's quite terrifying. I thought that was just like a Photoshop joke that somebody made. No, I think someone's actually is making it. Oh my gosh. A.A. Milne, more like, ah, ah, Milne. <laughs> Absolutely. See that? Thanks again for that question, John. If you'd like to write us with a rate my question or a miscorrection, please do so at nononsensetrivia.gmail.com or give us a call at one nine two nine six nine. Wait. I was going to say. One. I'm looking right at it. One nine two nine three five six six nine six six. I was just focused on that sixty nine for some reason. Oh, I don't know why. I don't know why either. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could hear a ding right when you wink. <laughs> All right, that's our rate. My question for the episode. It's time that we get into round number three, and as it's customary, our guests kick off the third round. So, Adam, I think it might be your turn. All right. My yeah. final question. The Royal Philatelic Collection, owned by the British Royal Family, estimated to value around 100 million pounds in 2020, is a collection of what? Phil- Philatelic? Philatelic. Philatelic. P-H-I-L-A-T-E-L-I-C. Can I hear the question one more time, please? The Royal Philatelic Collection, owned by the British Royal Family, estimated to value around a hundred million pounds in 2020, is a collection of what? Hundred million pounds of what? Her jewels. Hmm. I was I was breaking it down in my head. Philatelic. I was thinking philosophy, maybe thought, and telic, like communicating. But I don't think they have, like, mind control helmets or something like that. So I'm not sure that that really is working for my sus. They do have quite a bit of jewelry. They do. And I would imagine probably the largest in the world out of any of the... What, uh, what is the prefix... The, the prefix... The prefix... Pre- Jesus. What does the prefix Phil mean in Philharmonic? Hmm. Multi? 
maybe? Multi-harmony? Okay. Multi-instrument? No, it'd be multi-harmony. Yeah. But I'm not sure that it means multi. Not sure either. Philharmonic, that's an orchestra, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. I think it's multi. I mean, if you have a harmonic... Well, I've always heard Philharmonic Orchestra as like a combined thing. So that would imply the existence of a harmonic orchestra. My name's Phil. Philharmonic. That'd be a great name. God. (laughs) If your last name is Harmonic, you have to go through your whole life struggling not to name your kid Phil. Mm -hmm. Or change your own name. I might even go that far. (laughs) Fair enough. I'll give up my identity. To be that guy. You got any ideas about this? You're being awfully there's quiet. Jules, art. Yeah, there, I mean, there's definitely the end of where you can just look at it of like what the royal family would have. Like, what do they have? Yeah. They're. Jules, I'm more inclined than art because there's so many museums and galleries across the world, you know. There's they cars. Both of those are such obvious answers. They have, they all have their own cars. So there's a lot of those. Swans. They, all the swans in England belong to the queen. Philatelic. 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 Sounds like a 90s R&B group. Psychedelic. Philatelic. Telekinesis. Their phones? I feel like jewels is still kind of Jules is like really tiaras. Is that part of the queen's jewels? The family jewels. Oh, maybe Phil means head, and maybe it's crowns. The crowns? Like the crowns? Not just jewels, but the largest crown collection. Mm. I mean, you're going through all those kings and queens and princes and princesses. Now we're talking. Uh-huh. Like, is it her crown? Like, the when she, when she became queen? Mm-hmm. You it- put in the collection with the other ones. Because you're not going to, well, maybe you would bury them with the, uh, with the no, I don't know. No, because I think you you use the, the same crown once you become king or queen. So you think it's just one crown that's like passed down? No, no, no yeah. I don't no. think so. No, but she does have that one crown that she always wears when she's out, and, and she has like three. She has the one when she was crowned, which everyone gets crowned with, and then she has just that one crown that she's always seen wearing. But we got to remember the collection's a hundred million pounds or whatever. But that could only be four crowns for all we know. I mean, they yeah. could be just worth a lot and not many of them. She does have a lot of tiaras, and that's who she bestows upon to allow to wear. Or like Kate Middleton and Meghan Markle, they're allowed to wear those. They're tiaras. allowed to wear them, but the Queen has to give them permission to wear them. So you think maybe tiaras instead of crowns? I'm thinking it might be. Mom, a- can I take the tiara out tonight? <laughs> I'll have it back by one. I swear. Like Kate's always seen All right, but wearing if you're not the back teardrop by one, crown. You're into a pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to talk ourselves out of this. Let's say tiaras. All right, tiaras? we're gonna say tiaras. That is incorrect. God damn it. Uh, Phil, the Greek Phil just means a devotion or affinity to. Is it the guard? So Philharmonic is like just a devotion. Oh, to we music. love harmony. Yeah. Uh, Philateli is the. Uh, the affinity or collecting of stamps. Stamps. It is a really? 100 million pound stamp collection. Wow. 
Whoa. What a bunch of geeks. <laughs> yeah, that's... Wow. Respect. Nerd alert. <laughs> <laughs> Philatelic. That's stamp collecting. Yeah, the, the, it came from... It was coined... The word was coined by a, a French person uh, who collected stamps. Ugh, they to took the, um, the Greek ateleia, which means an exempt, exemption from duties and taxes. Gotcha. So telic is communication in some way. That must be yeah. what the reference is. Correspondence or something along those lines. Mm. Damn. Wow. That's great, a great question. Yeah, capital I for sure. All right. He'll just give you a little mini pibs. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> going to give you a mini pibs wink. Yeah. Hey, as far as I is concerned, uppercase I. Anyway. <laughs> Ooh, nice B. All right, Holly. Which Grammy Award artist sings the song during the ending credits of A Land Before Time? Grammy Award winning? Yes. Now, when did that come out? That was the 90s? The 80s. Yeah. The 80s? They made a okay. lot of those. And uh, they're, in the early 90s, I think they were up to like four or five at that point. Like, I remember the Pizza Hut commercials. It's like, you yes! could own the entire mm-hmm. collection by ordering pizza. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about those. Oh, I had man. Ducky. I wonder how much those are going for on eBay. Because I don't know. My first thought was like Celine Dion, but that might be too early. That was my first thought, too. But yeah, she she hit in the 90s, but she did. She was working. So I may, I, say, it could have been something she did before she gonna say, I, won I, the I Grammy. I would just chalk it up as like, because she wasn't big then, she didn't sing the, mm-hmm. we're talking mm-hmm. about the outro credits of the land before time. Right. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. It's and not James Bond. Like, it's kind of interesting too, that she would become known for such a large hit, a movie hit mm-hmm. later, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, I've got a little experience in this. <laughs> <laughs> I did the land before time closing theme song. I mean, I don't really have a dog in the fight. I don't really have much of a guess, but the fact that both of you were thinking fucking, Celine Dion. That is strangely coincidental yeah. that we both thought that. It's enough for me to say that we should go for it. Okay. Must be kicking Celine around. Celine Dion. We're going to say Celine Dion. Is incorrect. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Keep going with these gut things going, <laughs> got to be right, and then it's not. It is Diana Ross. Oh, really? Wow. Jesus Christ. Okay. Wow. That's a big get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah. Must have needed some money. What was the name of the song? <laughs> oh, my God. What was it? This is the land no. before time of Aquarius. <laughs> I know that's not no. Diana Ross. Open the door, get on the floor. Everybody walk the there dinosaur. Boom, boom, shakalaka laka boom. I'm trying I'm was like singing was. it in my head. Well, while you give do us a that, little bit. Yeah. You're singing it singing yeah, it out sing loud. It a little bit. Here you go. Oh, if we hold on together. If we hold on together, of course. Little foot. Yeah. Little foot, Sarah, Ducky, Petrie, Spike. The whole bunch. game. Good stuff. Is it you? It's you. It's me. Mm-hmm. All right. Here is your last question from Moi. More than half of the dead in World War II are accounted for by people from Russia and what other country? More than half of the dead from World War II are accounted for. By people from Russia and what other country? This is civilians and soldiers. soldiers. Yeah. Okay. Germany, Austria. Yeah. Poland. Poland. France. France. England. England was all over. 
Let me throw North something America. out here. I'm like the USA. Yeah. I was gonna say I was thinking the US simply by D-Day? population number. Mm-hmm. You know, we were a late entry into World yeah. War II, mm-hmm. but uh, just by the size of the country, with Russia being so large, and then the US, if they c- combined make up half, then that's about 25 percent each or so. You know, I mean, a lot were taken mm-hmm. on the beach. Yep. Yeah. I wish I was taken on the beach. But if we're also accounting for, you Civilians? know, the Holocaust victims. Yeah, you have the Holocaust victims. Did the U.S. Yeah, but those were matching? from all over right, Europe, that's you know, true. so it's not like one individual country. And we don't know how much, uh, maybe Russia makes up 90% of this half. Yeah, I think it's it's probably going to be a little closer just, you know, for the question to have some kind of mm-hmm. validity. I feel like that stat would be like, why did you phrase it like that? If it's <laughs> you could just go with what country and have yeah. Russia be it. So they must be kind of close to each other, I think. Mm-hmm. I feel like the US, US. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. yeah. We'll go with it. Okay. United States of America. Sorry that's incorrect. <laughs> oh, it's Japan, isn't it? That's incorrect. Oh, I'll just keep stop it. Germany. Oh. China? China? China is wow. the correct answer. Oh. China having the second most deaths um, from both uh, military deaths and civilian deaths. The civilian deaths were close to 20 million. Holy cow. Wow. The uh, military deaths uh, were uh, close to 4 million. So many, many, many civilian deaths uh, for World War II. And China is another big country. Don't know it is. Are. It is. I my their involvement is not uh, yeah. as forward in my mind. Yeah, I guess we kind of you know mm-hmm. being U.S. centric. How could they not? We ignore that Jap- question. Like what Japan was doing. You guys immediately did what everyone does, which yeah. is all right. Germany and who? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or Russia and who? And then you think Germany, you mm-hmm. think Austria, you think Poland, you think America, you think of yeah. all the big players. Should have known it wouldn't have been that that uh, easy for the last question. Yeah. One day you're gonna f- slip one of those in though, and. <laughs> Take us by surprise. Take you on the beach. (laughs) (laughs) All right. My final question for y'all is a bird's question. Birds aren't real. In 1851, the London Zoo became the first to keep what nocturnal chicken-sized bird that is known for its hair-like feathers, short legs, and nostrils at the tip of its beak as opposed to near the base, like other birds. In 1851, the London Zoo became the first to keep what nocturnal chicken-sized bird that is known for its hair-like feathers, short legs, and nostrils at the tip of its beak, as opposed to near the base, like other birds. No, my first thought when it comes to nocturnal birds, the owl. Mm-hmm. And they are about chicken-sized. Mm-hmm. You think so? But I don't... Yeah. I think owls are a lot smaller than a chicken. Am I wrong? Some are. Well, we... Well, I mean, we those, we're in the, the land of the burrowing owl. Yeah, we have those Cape Coral. little burrowing owls. They do I think have most the small tr- one, and then they have the big... And they do have some... The great horn owl. Larger ones. I mean, would the answer just be owl? Can we just do that? Can we just say owl? That's way have to too. Be that's way too obvious. Yeah. Like nocturnal animal, everyone thinks of fucking owls. And I don't know if their feathers are hair-like. Well, that's the, that was the thing that really got that's me. That's weird. To think of a bird that has feathers that look like hair. 
Do they look like hair? Do they feel like hair? I can't. I can't believe that. Noc- a question for the last yeah. question that is about a nocturnal bird is going to end up being a fucking owl. Like, yeah. there's just no way in hell. Unless I'm slipping it in. <laughs> so what other bird? Is it just like a kiwi bird? Is that the name of a bird? Could be. It wouldn't be the dodo. I believe they were extinct before then. Um, maybe not. Maybe not. Eighteen. 1851? Oh, maybe. I don't yes, know. If, I don't know if either are nocturnal. How wild would I that mean, be? Other... I mean, if it was a dodo bird, and we don't know what dodo birds... I'm trying to think of a bird that has hair like feathers. Yeah. And I can't fucking think of one. Are so what if it is nocturnal? I feel like the kiwi might have... So I was thinking about peacocks, but they don't have short legs. And they're huge. They? And they're really big. They're pretty big. I want to say the kiwi actually kind of has like hair. We can go with kiwi. You know more about it than I do. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but <laughs> are there, is there another? Um, there is another bird, isn't there? That um, that is gone. That's extinct or called a. I think there's like another like flightless bird that might be extinct that it, maybe it is. Mm. You know, were dodo birds nocturnal? Maybe. Maybe. Kiwis mm. are nocturnal? Don't know. Maybe. Everything down there is so fucked up. New Zealand, Australia, everything's backwards. Water's going backwards down the drain. Mm-hmm. Summer's knows? in the winter. Up is down, left is right. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have Phil Harmonic. They have John Harmonic. <laughs> I mean, other birds, you got like a toucan. Same. They might be chicken-sized. They have huge beaks. Do they have short legs? Where are their nostrils? At the base, I think. Like at the tip? I don't know. At the tip or the base? At the tip of the base. (laughs) Oh, they might be up here. So that's... That's, So they wouldn't qualify then. Yeah, that's the base. Because it just goes then... Where on the shaft would the (laughs) nostrils be? At the head or at the root? Toucans? Up at night? <laughs> I'm trying to think so of like bright. Toucan Sam, where his nostrils are. Mm-hmm. nose. <laughs> it always knows. Imagine drawing a toucan and being like, drawing Toucan Sam and being like, the nostrils are up here on this fucking thing? No. <laughs> I'm drawing them down here where other birds are. Fuck this. Have you ever seen a toucan's beak? Like on it, it's part of its skull. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you look at a toucan skull, that fucking beak is part of it. Yeah. Kind of like a turtle with a shell. It's badass. Uh, guys, I don't fucking know. I kind of like toucan just because of, but I don't know where the nostrils toucan are. Toucan yeah. hair. I don't know. I don't think I've never, never seen. Never been that close. Never been that close to a toucan. Bring me a toucan. Yeah, somebody. We need a Kylie, line. We need a lineup. Austin, you're doing Couple nothing birds. over there. Go grab me a toucan, huh? <laughs> um, and a chicken so we can compare and a chicken, size. And a, and a chicken. I do have a box of Fruit Loops in the uh, closet Ooh. if you want to I'm going to follow my nose. I, I would suck dick for some fucking cereal. It sounds good as hell right now. <laughs> well, it's your lucky we day. Can work some and mine as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, guys. Honestly, I, I, I'm i getting really caught coin. up with this hair thing. 
peacocks are close as close as I can think of to, to feathers that look kind of like hair, but peacock, but pea, pea fowl in general are just way too big, way bigger than a fucking chicken. I feel like I'm getting too Celine Dion in my in my thinking, but I, that, the kiwi, I, I feel like it's got hairy feathers. We're gonna say kiwi. Kiwi. Oh, right. Holy shit! That is correct. Oh Holy shit! <laughs> The Kiwi Bird. Thank yes. you. Thank you for sticking with yourself. Give me this. Mm-hmm. The London Zoo, the first to collect the Kiwi in their collection. And uh, yes, they Look are. Look at all those waveforms of us fucking partying. Absolutely. <laughs> they are part of the Radite family, which includes the Greater Re, the Common Ostrich, the Southern Cassowary, and the Emu. Um, so those birds, I uh, didn't realize the Kiwi was related to that. It's definitely the smallest. Uh, another hint you could use is it's a mainly a flightless bird if you wanted to include that. And you could also talk about their uh, ratio of egg to mother is closer than any other bird. The eggs are like ridiculously huge, like 20% of the weight of the mother usually. Poor mom. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. Squeezing it out. Squeezing out of that cloaca. Yep. Getting that, getting that husband stitch or whatever the <laughs> fuck they call that weird shit. So bizarre. Well... Well, that wraps it up for this episode. Adam, Holly, Austin, thanks for hanging out. Thanks so much for having us. Episode of No No. Maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe we can squeeze you in for one more before you go. Maybe maybe we'll do a Zoom. I can do it online. I've got I've got Logic at home, and that would be good. You should take Logic with you everywhere, my friend. That is our episode, folks. Thanks again for listening. You can listen to us every Monday morning by subscribing to the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. You could support the no-no in several ways. The easiest by sharing this episode on your social media accounts with your friends. You could also leave us a written review on your favorite podcast platform. You can support the podcast on Patreon by visiting our website, thenono.com, clicking the support link at the top, which will take you to our Patreon page. Thank you to our Patreon supporters for helping us out with the show, including a couple of new Rumble Snailskins. Rumble Snailskin Colin. No! What the fuck? I did not mean to do that, Colin. I'm you so sorry. Fucked up. I'm, I'm going to give Colin that first wrong, though, because they're just signing. he's just signing up monthly, month to month right now. Okay, but what about Andrea? <laughs> well, Andrea got that 15% discount oh my for signing God. up for a full year. Boy, 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 boy. Colin and Andrea, thank you so much for your support. Yes, we thank appreciate you, Colin it. and Andrea. A big thanks to our quiz daddies, Brandon Long, Adam Volk at Esme, and uh, I'm sorry, now I can start pronouncing it correctly because he pronounces it Esma. Okay. As in short for Esmeralda, oh. it is from a uh, it is from a short story or a poem, one of the two. Hunchback um, of Notre Dame. No, no it's oh, something okay. else. I can't remember who it was. I already forgot. I listened to your story, Adam. I'm sorry, but I did go get to see him. I did get to eat delicious fried chicken that he made in his house for me. I did get yes. to eat delicious ribs that he made. Yes. His wife made a blueberry pie or blueberry pie and an almond cake. Yes. With hand whipped whipped cream. Yes! I mean, it was just so fucking good. The the food and the company was even better. Thank you again to uh to them for uh, having me at their house. I appreciate it. Uh, Tim's Pat's Garden. Tim with Pat's Garden Service. Tommy and Gil. It's Gil. Our team captains: Matt, Mo, Rick, G, Skyler, Kristen, Fletcher, Lydia, OG, Aaron, and David Holbrook. David Holbrook. David Holbrook. Thanks for proverbial light keepers: Frank, Trent, Grant, Rob, Captain Nick Williams. K 
Kate, Rachel Moo, Tim Gomez, aka Mappy1984, Lucas, Carly, Sarah, Cooper, Hank, Luke, Matthew, Spencer, Lisa, Ryan, Adam, John, Lewis, Nabil, Ricky F, Justin P, Justin Pine Barons, and Justin M. Justin Mark Johnson. So, Mark Jackson. So Just, glad oh, I got Pine Barons. Let's change that to Justin Menendez Brothers, actually. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> and thanks to our Rumble Snailskins, Aleo, Tim, Binsky, Nathan, Issa, Sai, Kara, Megan, Christopher, Brandon, Ed, Dylan, Sarah, Fox and Five, Laurel, Aaron, H Bomb, Lauren, MJ, Steven, Kenya, Dallas, and all of my favorite things from the screen, Allison, Paige, Kevin, Sarah, Alex, Mike C. Mike Camino, comma, L. Mike J. Mike Jackson, comma, Mark. And Mike K. Mike Kiwi. If you'd like to write us with a rate my question or a missed correction, or even just a little no-note, I'm sorry, Mark, it's I okay. talked over your part no, again. No, it's fine. You can also... Write my question. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it when you do it. I'm, I'm sorry. You can, rate, you can write us with a rate my question. Or write us with a write my question. There we go. No nonsense trivia at gmail.com is the email address where you can give us a call at one 929 Three five six six nine six six, and please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at No Nonsense Trivia, and on Twitter at No Non Trivia. If you'd like to hang out with us throughout the week, we have a Discord channel you can join. Just check the show notes for that. Join hang Adam out. on there. Yeah, Adam's on there hanging out Adam too. Adam his package. You can give him congrats on uh, that last uh, answer that he sussed out. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, and a bunch of other fun things on there. People sharing their Quizzle scores. People talking about general trivia stuff. We're getting more and more people in there um, adding to the conversation. It is a lot of fun. Uh, we also have a Facebook group. Maybe you're like, fuck Discord. It's too nerdy. That's fine. Go on Facebook. It's for grandfathers. We have a Facebook group. The link for that is also in the show notes. Or you can just go on Facebook and search for the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast to join us there. And finally, for the love of fucking God... How long has it been? We might have gotten some new reviews, but All right, I well, don't know if they're showing up still or not. Then. The number went up, but I did not see any new reviews. So give us another one. And finally, don't forget to leave us a rating on your favorite podcast service. Five, Five stars, stars only, please. please. Until next time, no nonsense listeners. Have a great week.